Good morning. It is Monday, 7.03 a.m., August 19th. Hope you all had a good week. I don't know about you, but I had a pretty full week. And, you know, it's one of those weeks in the year you'll always remember because a lot of stuff happened everywhere to everybody around me in my life. Um, one thing that happened, I believe it was Thursday or Friday, but Colin passed away. Um, at first I didn't know which Colin it was because I know several people named Colin. Um, I had gotten on the Facebook and saw that Primo had written something about him passing, um. And then I found out which Colin it was. It was the the Colin who bartended at Delirium Bar. And I don't know if you guys ever met him or knew him. I didn't I don't go into Delirium because it's just not my scene. Um but I I would see Colin almost every day in the neighborhood. Um and he's, I don't know if you guys met him, but he, he was a really sweet man. Um, two things about him that I always admired was that he was humble and kind. And, and sometimes the guys in the neighborhood can be real cocky for no good goddamn reason. And he was not one of those guys. Um, very even personality, um, and also, you know, a good sense of humor. I really wanted, he had a really interesting face too. Um, he was a little bit on the heavy side, um, but it didn't matter. Um, I'm just kind of merely describing how his appearance, um, but he had like a very thin eyebrows and they, the brow bone kind of, became his eyebrow almost so it, it was very distinctive to look at uh, and and you know it, it's kind of it's kind of unusual yeah and so you just see him you know it's just another person that you see almost every day it seems going from point a to point b on your bike or you see him at a different bar or at a show and then one day they're gone and it's having a pretty big impact on the neighborhood. People are grieving right now. People that knew him more closely in the day-to-day -day are, are hurting right now. And, you know, the, the loss is felt. You know, just one person passes on and everyone feels it. And we all have this impact, this imprint that we put on this earth, even if we're just in the periphery of others' lives, we're part of each other's lives. I just want to send Colin and his, his family my, my condolences, and I'm so sorry that this happened. I from what I know is his uh, 
the way he died is still being confirmed and out of respect for him and his family. I am not going to disclose that here from the information that I have. Um, so yes, I just hope that he has found peace and, and that his soul is at rest. Okay, moving forward. So, yeah, on Thursday as well, um, Lavinia, her little UTI started acting up again. So the herbs just weren't cutting it. And I had to take her in to the vet, and she was very upset because she's an indoor cat, and she was in the carrier panting. Donnell fortunately took me there because I don't know if a, if a if a cab or anything would would let a pet in their car. Um so yeah, it was it was emotional for me when I was by myself in the in the room waiting. They they put you in a little room to wait for her to come out and I was crying. Uh, privately, no one saw me, um, even though I did start crying a little bit in front of the doctor, but I got a, you know, I got a hold of myself, um, but yeah, she's doing much, much better, and she's snoring right now, I just gave her her medicine, and yeah, I'm very happy to have my very special little girl on the upswing. She's so plump and so beautiful and so cute. Everyone that sees her just falls in love with her. Unfortunately, she has some very bad manners So towards other people, beside, except for myself and a very select group of people. So she can be, um, she can be quite rude, um, screaming at them and not allowing them to pet her. But you know that's her. That's how she expresses her autonomy, and I, I, you know, allow it because I mean she's a cat, you know. After all, so she she calls the shots. So I'm so happy to have my little girl back. So that was my big, you know, drama of the week. And yeah, I have been shopping. It threw off my shopping day to to take Lavinia in, so I shopped on Friday, and I got a bunch of stuff, and then I, you know, cleaned it and mended it. One of the most annoying things was yesterday, I, I, I hand wash everything that I sell, pretty much. There's always something on it that needs to be cleaned, so, um, I had a bundle of whites and I took them down to the laundromat on Mission at 25th and I put them in the dryer. Okay, you're like, what's the point here? <laughs> um, I took them out of the dryer and they all had black, these like faint black marks all over the clothes, all over the back and fronts of the clothes from the dryer. I was so annoyed. You don't go to a laundromat to make your clothes dirtier, okay? 
I had one of the items had already sold. And before I brought it to the laundromat, it was it was spotless. And so I had to wash everything again. And it's just it's one of those little little things in in my life that just that that just annoys the crap out of me. I I wanted to throttle the laundry the laundromat guy. He is I haven't gotten into it with him before, but he I have been very close. He's very concerned about his Herbalife business he has upstairs. There's, okay, so this laundromat is big. It's a big complex, and uh, I hate doing laundry. I hate it, but I have to do it. And I, I, like, I like hand washing my things, but going to the laundromat, I just can't stand it. But anyway, so you go to this one laundromat at Mission and 25th, and there's this upstairs area where they have this jazzercise Zumba thing, hybrid, but it's it's a Herbalife trap, okay? So I know that I've mentioned it before on one of my podcasts, but it's kind of like this fascinating multi-level marketing scam thing. And the, you you buy these like meal replacement shakes and they're supposed to make you lose weight and maintain your health or something or enhance your health. And they're usually uh, attached to some sort of like, like you can't, it's funny, they encourage you to buy the Herbalife products at these places, at these zones, but they can't really sell them to you on the premise it's it's weird. I have not gone into one because they're they're weird. Like mauve, beige, and gray shakes do not appeal to me. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> uh, those colors are of food are things that I will not ingest. No thank you. Unless it's like some sort of you know liver pate. I'm not. I'm not about it. Um, it should not. A shake should not be that color. Um, and it's all just this weird powdered, hydrogenated, you know, crystallized crap. So usually people will go to these places, these health centers, and buy these shakes and and talk about Herbalife. And it's kind of like a place where they'll try to entrap you and get you to join Herbalife to sell the products. This one is a exercise class that does that. And, and uh, the owner is all about it. Even though you can tell, like, he probably consumes about seven gallons of Herbalife a day. So he's not losing any weight from what I've surmised. And then there's another guy who who runs the Herbalife, who, like, is literally the, the Herbalife runner guy. And he is overly quaffed. And he has... A, you know, he always wears like a, a starched dress shirt with embroidery on it and pointy boots, dress boots that are kind of like, I don't know, like Aldo shoes, some kind of lower mid-level shoe brand, mall shoe brand. And yeah, he's always like running around and and like and sweaty and 
kind of, you know, kind of like this nervous sweat. And I'm like, I don't know what you put in your herbal life. But yeah, those, that's, that's the energy that this place brings. And then, then there's the laundry racket, which is there's people in the neighborhood who take on laundry. They hire out their, their time to do other people's laundry. And so on certain days, you'll just like, you know, it's like, man, I really got to wash my sheets and my towels and whatnot. So you go down there and, you know, you got to use like the big washers, the, the jumbo size washers there. I will have to scramble because you know what they'll do? They'll put in one little towel or one little, you know, one little rag or something in each washer to reserve it and I have to scramble before they start reserving all the washers because I'm just you know I'm not I'm not a washerwoman I'm just trying to wash my domestic my own civilian (laughs) linens so it is you know it's somewhat stressful but I also like to win and I need to win because otherwise I'm sitting there for another four hours waiting for them to finish their laundry. Um, so that's that's the laundry, that's my laundry hustle. Um, and it, ta- it usually takes me about three hours. Are you guys asleep yet from this <laughs> riveting tale? <laughs> um, but I'm not done. I've got a little bit more laundry talk to tell you that I'll move on. <laughs> Um, so there is a laundromat that is much closer to me and that is across from Mission Pie. It is, I mean, it's across from the side of Mission Pie. So it's right at 25th and Lilac. So that side, because the other laundromat is also across from the other side of Mission Pie. So anyhow, um, I rarely go into that one because most of the units are out of order. And one time I had a couple towels to wash. I think it was like two towels or something, but for some reason I needed them washed. Two towels and like a pair of jeans. And it's it was it's so disheartening to like come back to take your laundry out and realize that the laundry, the, the washer stops mid-cycle and it's like this like bluish gray water from the jeans and it's just you have to like fish your wet clothes out of the you know your your wet denim and your wet uh, your wet towels and they're so heavy and fortunately or unfortunately the proprietor of that place was there he lives above the laundromat with his family they have like I think they own the apartment complex so he comes out and he's like, oh no, you overloaded the washer. It's too heavy. That's why it won't spin. And I said, well, I need you to either give me my money back or, or, you know, come up with a solution for this. This is ridiculous. It's not too heavy. There, it's three items. You know, it's this is a washing machine for public use. It should be able to handle more. And he just, he, you know, he was like saying, trying to say it was my fault again. And I said, you know, you're being really condescending. I don't want to deal with you. 
stop talking down to me. And then I took my heavy, they were heavy with his water, out my heavy items out, because now they're heavy. Now they have, they're filled with water. And I'm like trying to put them in my Trader Joe's bag, you know. And then this, uh, another customer piped in and said, you know what, you know, he spoke in my defense. He's like, you know what, um, it's not her fault. Most of the washers here are broken, you know, and they're, they're like, they're, none of them are working very well. And then that's when the owner decided to apologize and say, oh, I'm sorry, but he didn't apologize to me. He apologized to him. I wanted to throttle him, not the guy who stepped in, but just like this, this petty, misogynistic little asshole. I wanted to beat the living crap out of him. So I said, well, I'm taking my business elsewhere. And then he was like, no, no, come back, come back. And he's like, I fix it. I fix it. And, um, he took all the water out and then, you know, found a working washer. It was dramatic. It was so dramatic and annoying. So I only go there in a pinch. As you can see, I hate laundry. I've got to actually do a bunch today. So mm, kind of pep talking myself. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but of course, Mission Pie will be closing in about a month, and I'm I am over the moon, as they say. Um, I don't really like their food. I think it's disgusting and poorly prepared, and it's very the food. The menu is very aware of itself, you know, um, and yeah, I don't like that place. Um, I think that if they learn to make their pies correctly, then there would be no problem with staying open. They've issued a very long-winded statement that they have, you know, they're closing because they can't ethically afford to stay open. And basically... I think someone's making them an offer they can't refuse. And, you know, it's too expensive to, to run the place. And you know what? Granted, food uh, restaurants are not the most profitable businesses. You take big losses. and There's a lot of waste and that sort of thing. But I'll be damned, you know, if, if you have... If you have a pie that stays together... And you have a crust that looks appetizing and is flaky, your business will thrive. Okay? Um, so that's my three cents. So, yeah, uh, sorry to see everyone go. But on the same note, that's a business I don't mind leaving. And it's a very unpopular opinion. But it's my podcast, so I get to say stuff. Uh, that's unpopular sometimes, uh, within reason. Um, so yeah, uh, it sounds like a, it's, it's kind of like a mundane, but stressful week peppered with streaks of sadness. 
um, started up on the dating again. And oh my gosh, I'm kicking myself, guys. I matched with this this man and he wrote me the most insane message. Um, it, it was so, it was like a masterpiece of, of like over the top, you know, oh, I should have screenshotted it. Um, but what happened was his message to me, I'm going to try to recreate it. I was going to read it in the voice of like a hedgehog who wears a little plaid vest. I had, uh, I was going to transpose his his uh, message to me in the the voice of a of this character um, that I had made up, but that my plans were kiboshed when he unmatched with me. But here's the gist of it. Um, I'm not going to read it in the character voice because I'm not able to read it because he unmatched me. But here, here's what it is. He was like, hello, beautiful. Well, when I look into your eyes, I just want to cuddle you and hold you in my arms. And then it was, then he said, it's like, God damn, you're beautiful. It's like, you know, I need that emotional connection, which we will feel in our physical bodies. And hopefully that will blossom into a sexual relationship. It was so, it was so hilarious. And then, you know, um, I, I like country music, you know. And so he was mentioning this one country song and then he tried to name drop who he was talking, he was, he was name dropping these like people in these paltry local bands, which is like, dude, you're, you're 46 years old. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's like, you're 46 years old, dude. So just, you know, and then, and he's, then he's like, maybe it's because I'm a drummer that I'm so, that I'm so passionate and sensuous and my desires are strong. I was like, dude. I know what I look like. It's, you know, it's not, I don't think, you know, I'm not Helena Troy. Just calm yourself. Um, but it was so funny. And then, you know, I, I wrote him back and I said, thank you for your kind words. And at this point I was like, this is too entertaining. I'm going to see where this goes. I'm not going to accept a date from him, but I'm going to kind of roll with it. And, you know, he had calmed down the next morning, which here's my opinion. I think that he was working himself up into a, a froth. And I don't know what he did with those photos of me, which are quite wholesome, by the way. But I, th I was sensing he had a, a prurient interest. And I don't know, he was saying all these things about his desires that I just shouldn't have been privy to. So, um, the next morning he had calmed down and he started trying to talk to me about country music, which is like the one thing I know about. And he, he was entering into Burrito Brothers territory where he was, he, he was like trying to mention some side projects of the Burrito Brothers. And I, was, and I said, I don't really consider them to be country. They're not country. That's rock. 
Those are rock musicians playing country music. It's not the same. And he's like, well, can you recommend any obscure 90s country music? And I said, no, I'm not going to. Because if it was good, then it was famous. And that's a that's something that people don't want to acknowledge. There's a lot of obscure music out there that's obscure because it sucks balls, especially with country music. Being a country musician is hard because it's a lot of people don't like it to begin with. And then you get out there and, you know, it's competitive and it's hard to become a success. And a lot of a lot of people in Nashville that you never heard of and that don't make it, they don't make it because their songs aren't any good. Okay. So yeah, um, I pretty much nutshelled that for him. And I have been listening to a lot of, he asked what I'd been listening to lately. And I said, I've been listening to a lot of Ari Lennox, who's like my favorite singer. If you guys have not listened to her, check her out. She's, oh, she's a soul goddess. She's just incredible. Um, and I also listened to a lot of motets. And then he said, badass. And I did not respond to him. And then he unmatched me a few hours later. Because I just... I just am not seeking approval from this man. And I I don't know, maybe he thought that I was being a bit of a snob, but that's okay. I don't really care what this person thinks of me. I did I am kicking myself for not screenshotting that message. So yes, I do have a date this Thursday with someone who I'm excited to meet, which is rare. It's very rare that I'm excited to meet anyone on these dating apps. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to meeting him and to seeing him and talking with him. So yeah, he did not send any lascivious messages and, um, he was very polite and I think we've got a lot to talk about. Oh, so yeah, I've got to start my day. Got a lot of shipping to do which is great. It's a sign of my prosperity. Um, I know that this is a very mundane podcast, but hey, you know what? Life is like that sometimes. And I'm hoping to um, go to LA. So I'll have some LA stories this weekend for you. Hit me up if you're in LA too. I'm looking forward to possibly popping in and talking to everyone. Um, and what else? I also want to get back on my history train. My I've been so busy with my business. I'm, I'm working very long hours. And um, I haven't had time to do much research. So anyway, I hope you guys have a great week. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.